zapatero. Welcome back to the new episode of Supreme Verdict. I'm your host, John Dunning, with my co-host, Pixie Kitten. Hey, everybody! How's it going? I mean, it's going great! We're here, again, doing this thing, and I'm super excited because I'm wearing a costume tonight for our theme on the show. Yeah, I just punched my microphone, but besides that, I'm doing okay. Uh, so, ooh, ooh, witchy woman. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Uh, what? And before we introduce all the things, all the people, uh, we do want to say this is presented by Cardsphere.com because they are simply the very best place to buy, sell, and trade your paper magic the gathering cards online. Oh, yeah. So uh, let's talk. So let's kind of set the stage real quick. This is a big night, PK. Uh, last, last, I mean, a few episodes of Supreme Verdict have just been crazy because it was all yeah. leading up to the eventual championship singles match Featuring yeah. our undefeated 3-0 Jason Alt. He is the odds-on favorite, but he has no hardware around that taut waist of his yet. Uh, because he <laughs> first has to earn it against Cat, uh, Cat uh, Light, Hellcat, MTG, and Alex mm -hmm. Kessler from Masters mm -hmm. of Modern. That yep. is our uh, championship singles match coming up in December. But first... This is this is a very special night also, PK, because this is yeah. the debut of the Teams League. And Teams League. Huge, wow. Huge uh huge start to to kick this off with some uh really crazy competitors tonight. Yeah. What does the Teams League mean exactly? Sure. How's this gonna work? So the Teams League is going to be uh yeah, well, I I have rules and I will uh, explain those set okay. rules in a yeah. little bit but this is a oh, nice sorry. well no it's all good uh, before <laughs> this uh the the singles was a is kind of a free for all uh you know three person match and everyone for themselves basically this is uh now they have partners and they not only have to uh win this argument but also work together because mm -hmm. you know magic is a team sport or should be because two head and giant is a lot of fun uh but let's uh go to the other members of the panel, and that's let's head over on over to the couch. That's the producer, Johnny Slivers, uh, the question maker. How are we doing? You have your your finger securely placed on the pulse of the chat. <laughs> sure do. <laughs> and Zuby is going to be checking in and out with the game because he's also watching a Rays game right now, but he's also <laughs> checking the facts. So, Mr. The Zuby, how you doing tonight? Uh, doing pretty well. The Rays are up 4-0 right now, and it's the top of the fifth inning with two outs. It's 3-1. Currently, Chirinos is at bat, so I'm doing great. Excellent. And who's your little friend that's serving you guys liquor? Oh, my God. That's so cute. I love that. Zuby, is this Wait, a what? holdover from the D&D &D oh. show? <laughs> uh, apparently it is it um uh, who so is that <laughs> what the what you have a little drunken hobbit so that's i love it i love it and i do have a little a friend with me tonight too with some angry orchard oh because you know i need i need to be sober for when i'm fact checking <laughs> exactly. it's like you're running for president or something uh john you actually have a very good uh special uh, yes, guest on yes. your end so just, just bear in mind this is a this is nice. Ooh. So nice. Yeah. It's a talisker 10-year uh, from the Isle of Skye, and it is a 
like right. smoky, but not like I Isla whiskey kind of smoky peaty, and then it's a little bit of honey, but not dry like sweet. It's dry. It's, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's and, awesome. You know, it's so awesome, it's and so awesome. and definitely you know, <laughs> just wanted to get in there and get a nice bottle before those twenty five percent tariffs hit that Scotch whiskey. Excellent, and uh, it is very important. Uh, Johnny's going to be checking the chat because just like in the singles uh, league. The team league is all the round three is also going to be decided by the chat themselves. So you guys get to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. become the the judges or the grand arbiters mm. because we are, you know, kind of yeah. talking Magic the Gathering. So we got to tie that in there. Um, so let's, uh, PK, why don't you, why don't we uh, go ahead and meet said people? So first off, let's, uh, let's talk it. about team constructed criticism. That's Spencer mm-hmm. Holland and Mason Clark. MTG Constructed Competitive Podcast, fueled by iced coffee and potato vodka, hashtag always improving. So, yes, uh, Spencer Spencer and Mason, they have a very successful, long-running uh, podcast about Constructed Magic. How do you think that that's going to translate to their chances of victory tonight? Uh, I think they have a really good chance at victory tonight there um you know they've got the history with the game so yeah. but you know will will that be enough i don't know what, is, what do the bones tell you you're you're in the witch's garb uh, <laughs> bones, uh, the, the bones aren't clear yet i'm not sure exactly what's going to happen like the so. village elder and willow the bones tell me nothing all right uh let's t- let's meet the next <laughs> Uh, uh, team, and that is an amalgamation. So th- I just want to tell everyone out there in the team league, if you want to compete, you don't have to just come on with your podcast uh, buddies. You could join oh. another podcast or just grab another friend. Anyone, a random. I mean, just the bum yeah. off the street. And in, sure. here in the Seattle area, there is plenty, uh, which my, the next team will oh. know what I'm talking about. So the uh, the next team is an uh, amalgamation, like I said, the team ponder blocks that's tj rogers and coleman falk of ponder podcast and building blocks podcast nba jam all stores and they're basically my neighbors so that's why they are here tonight oh my goodness. <laughs> so so they're oh, here because they're your neighbors only time will tell but uh, you know they oh. are uh, very good uh, streaming hosts play by plays uh yeah. you, you know they've uh, tj's done it for for magic proper do you think that those kind of skill levels will help them be victorious tonight pk um it's going to help but you know i don't know if that's going to be enough i actually last night saw tj on the card kingdom what was it called? The um, the game okay. show. Yes. So you know that was that was in, that was fun. That was really good. Um, you know, there seemed like a lot of impromptu stuff going on. So that might okay. help here, but I don't know. Like, will it be enough? Still not sure. Still we'll see. not sure. Yeah, he gets the less to... prepared I am, the better I do. It's... <laughs> okay. It's Quiet, sure. you. You're not here yet. No. Uh, oh. <laughs> so introducing first uh, the constructed criticism. Uh, podcast guy Spencer Howland and Mason Clark, welcome to the match. What's up? Thanks for having us. Um, We're glad to be here and win. You know, it's all I do. And win. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. sh- when, when, uh, 
when Johnny Slivers told me what the show was about, yeah. I knew instantly that I had picked the right teammate and that Mason had picked the wrong one. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and okay. I went to go and watch an episode of this show to prepare myself. And at the beginning, John said it's movie fights. I said, oh, and I turned it off because I've watched movie fights for years. So I prepared for this for years. <laughs> I'm just saying, I don't know what that is. But once again, I picked the right teammate. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Perfect. And we will uh, find out if that is the right person because we'll see if the uh, the theme of the night, because every, every match is different. It has its own theme. We'll see mm-hmm. if that's uh, conducive to Mason's uh, movie fight knowledge. Uh, again, don't sue us, uh, uh, screen junkies. This is just uh, for fun. I think that's uh, the fine video. <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. Introducing next, that's the fine. Team Ponder Blocks, Coleman, Falk, and TJ Rogers. Uh, TJ, you're coming out of the hosting seat and into into the fire, essentially. Uh, what do you guys think? Are you guys feeling good? And also, what's on your heads? Oh, yeah. You put on a hat, and I have yeah. a marvelous hat collection, and I thought, well, I don't want to be left out. <laughs> yeah, and then he just put this on my head. He's nice. a kangaroo. Perfect. Oh, I thought this was a dog. No, it's I a thought, kangaroo. Mm. I thought the first competition was, was TJ singing Rock Lobster. I don't understand. Oh. Is that not what's happening? No. <laughs> it was a giant oh. clam. Yeah. If you ask... I will deliver. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm excited. Yesterday I had to do what you're doing. Right. And now uh, I don't. So. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Well, let's get right into it. Let's get into, well, first let's go back to the couch. What do you think? Uh, so we had the, the Twitter poll that we sent out, and this was the closest uh, as far as who people thought were, you know, picking the winner and uh, i think it was like 50 to 40 or something like that so in favor of team ponder blocks so i'm gonna go to the couch early predictions on who's gonna win the first ever team league match of supreme verdict um i'd say i don't know i think movie movie trivia is gonna help you here but you gotta you gotta have a good touch of madness so as long as you can bring some crazy you'll be fine yeah we'll see we'll see have to agree with Johnny. I think, I think early on, constructive criticism might come out strong, but I think the ponder blocks may surprise us in the end. Very nice. And for the first time, I will say that this uh, the Twitter poll is actually going to to matter a little bit because usually it's a random order to get who picks first on who gets the ball and who gets to punt it. But I've decided, as Grand Arbiter, that we're going to have the Twitter poll winner get that advantage. So actually, Team Ponderblocks in round Ooh. one gets to decide if they go first with the questions or they kick it off over to Constructed Criticism. So uh, And I'll, more on that later. We'll get to that. But first, let's go to the rules. Uh, this is four rounds. Each round, teams will be asked to answer a question. Uh, round consists of one minute per team member for opening arguments rebuttals and closing arguments uh, rounds one two and four judged by grand arbiter on accuracy strength of argument and teamwork uh, rounds three winner voted victorious by the chat so everyone get ready to vote in round three tiebreaker round five will be played if needed so does anyone have any questions about the rules no good uh yeah it in there, it looks like I might lose. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I didn't notice that. I'm not that's a good point. Yeah, so when this was originally pitched to me, it was I really thought that one of the rules was going to be that I'd win. Oh, sure, sure, oh, sure. yeah. 
So that was uh, according to my script late. here. You went in round four. So yeah. okay, okay, we're late yeah. bloomers. <laughs> you know, I can't come up with that. Oh, that's what that means. <laughs> so just to be clear, <laughs> like this is mean? it's a little bit different from the the singles. So like when we when PK asks the questions, uh, you guys will decide amongst the two uh, in the teammates which one will have the first sixty seconds, and then the other teammate will have the second sixty seconds. So you guys aren't talking over each other. So uh, that's why teamwork is really important factor of the judging because you guys have to kind of form a conducive argument together so uh if uh yeah team ponder blocks are you ready let's go yeah why not team constructed criticism are you ready i was born ready always <laughs> then let's wipe Fort. the board i'm ready and willing <laughs> I'll see it in 20 seconds. <laughs> so, I hope I don't need to watch this stream in order to get this game. Otherwise, we're going to be in big trouble. I think we're good. Alright, <laughs> here we go. Oh, we got the red star arm again. Okay, do you have the questions handy? I have the questions handy, yes. And PK will also be keeping time, so 60 seconds on the clock. Uh... TJ and Coleman, are you guys going to be answering first or kicking it off to Spencer and Mason? I'm a big fan of Cowards Can't Block Warriors. Yeah, me too. I hear yeah. that's game time. Cowards Can't Block Warriors. Totally. <laughs> so, Singy's saying he's going first. What though. does that mean? Perfect. All right. So uh, ponder <laughs> blocks on the clock first. <laughs> PK, you ready with the Are you feeling bold or intimidated yet? No, Mike Mason says that on a daily basis to me, so I just am so used to it. I literally say that once per event. <laughs> okay. Those are rookie numbers. You got to pump those numbers up. I don't know why people's ears are bleeding in chat, but we're going to start with the first question. Oh, probably because I screamed, let's wipe the board. <laughs> they said in okay. scream, let's wipe my... Anyways, uh, on with the question. Okay, here we go. Ah, yes, the October season, a time of leaf peeping, Christmas decoration sales displays, and pumpkin-flavored everything. Truly the most wonderful, horrifying time of the year. To celebrate this time of terror on Supreme Verdict, we have concocted a series of questions to put your horror-crafting skills to the test. Let the B-rated horror movie plot begin. <laughs> Question number one. Halloween is rapidly approaching, which means it's time for costumes, candy, and trick-or-treating. Allowing yourselves to be kids again, we want to hear about your trick-or-treating plans this year. Please tell us the following. Which Magic the Gathering cards will inspire your costume this year? And which Planeswalker's house is a must-visit for trick-or-treating? Why is this Planeswalker's house the best for treats, tricks, and Halloween decorations? Okay, so uh, which one of you will be taking the first 60 seconds? Or do we need any uh, question clarification before we officially start the clock? So it's what are trick-or-treating plans, and did, is it a single Planeswalker that we're making sure to visit? Like if, if you Which have to hit Planeswalker's house are you like, I have to go to this house because they're either going to have the best tricks or treats or Halloween decorations. 
And which Magic the Gathering card is inspiring your costume? Hey, I'm going to defer to TJ on this one. Okay. Okay, the clock is starting now. Well, here's the thing. When I was a kid, and much like everybody else, what you really thought about was being an adult. And what do adults do when they're trick-or-treating, when they're spending their Halloween? They're getting hammered, they're having fun, and they're going and living life. Just like kids always wanted to be. So I'll tell you where we're heading. We're heading right up to Xanagos' house. Because not only is his house fully prepared for a revel, and that is slang for raven parties, but also he's dead. So we don't even need to worry about keeping the place together. We just get to go ham, trash the place, and let his mom deal with it when she gets back. <laughs> I can't wait for it. I hope that you can't too. Now, Coleman and I, we're going to be going as some warriors from Theros because what Ten else seconds. do kids want to do except toga parties? We saw Animal House even though we weren't allowed to. <laughs> I learned That's one time. thing from all of this. One thing. Yeah. Xenagos lives with his mom. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great point. Xenagos can't afford the rent. He's throwing too many ragers. <laughs> All right. 60 seconds on the clock for Coleman for your opening argument to piggyback off TJ. All right. Hey, okay, go ahead. All right. So Xenagos, I mean, we all know he's... Just he's devoted to all of his parties. I mean, that's literally on the card. He has devotion on the card. That's a great point. And I mean, what do you want out of a party other than just outright and total? I mean, I paste. I, I mean, that's a good you, one. You gotta, uh, 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 I'm gonna dock you, TJ. <gasps> Whoa! I'm not really. <laughs> Keep going. I talked him some seconds. I don't know of another word to use other than devotion. It's he is a one-track mind. You are trying to get completely messed up, and whether or not, who knows who's going to show up at that party either. It could be, you know, Primeval Titan. It could be Embercool the Aeons Torn. It could be whatever you want. And at the end of the day, ten seconds. You go to a party to meet people and to get really, really, really wasted. According to you. <laughs> yeah, and that's what the kids say, too. <laughs> that's time. For, for kids. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, playing to the kids on that one. So let's go over to constructive criticism. Time for your opening argument. Uh, who's going first, Spencer or Mason? For Spencer, do you, do you mind if I take the lead on this one, buddy? Not, not at all. I do have a question. Are we answering the same question? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yes. Mason, go ahead. All right. Okay. Are we allowed to start talking? Yep. Go ahead. All right, so unlike TJ and Cole over there, me and Spencer, Spencer has a kid, I have an eight, nine-year-old brother, and we're not trying to promote alcoholism at such a young age and parties all the time. There's more to Halloween than just partying and alcohol and stuff like that. So we're going to go to Oko's house, and we're going to dress up like Gilded Goose from MTG. The Goose game is so hot with the kids right now, honk, honk. Gilded Goose is one of the best (laughs) cards in standard. You've got to love Gilded Goose. And Oko fits the theme with food. He's got party. He can turn things into elk. That way my brothers and uh, Maxwell, uh, Spencer's kid, can pet them and have a good time. Plus, Oko's a party (laughs) king. You think Xenagos is a party king? He's like the one where, like, someone dies and the police come and they have to hide the body and your life's ruined it. You rage too hard. It's like a good party. Like, everyone's fine. You have fun. You get tipsy still. I mean, he's not a bore, but you get to have a great experience at Oko's house. And you don't worry about your friends dying from alcohol poisoning or have to worry about, Mm. like, whoa, what was in that drink you just gave them? That's all I'm saying about Oko's place. All right. Perfect. Uh, Go to Spencer... PK, do we so have my, 
60 Am seconds I answering the same question? <laughs> You're building, <laughs> building on the argument. Building on the argument. Yes. Build on what I said, buddy. Because I know you agree 100%. Yeah, I, I got some things to say about what Mason said. Tell me okay. what. <laughs> okay. PK, we ready? Go ahead. Yep. Yeah, so here's the thing, is that Oko makes food. Candy is food. Halloween is about the candy. When you got a kid like me, he's three years old. He's going to be a tiger for Halloween. And what do tigers do? They eat geese and candy on Halloween. So my son's going to go around. He's going to be like, dude, that's a goose. My kid loves animals. He's all hyped up on candy, which Oko's making. What else do you want in the world? You know, you got a pillowcase. You're going to fill it with that food. It, it, I mean, it adds up one-to-one -one ratio, but when you've got Oko, it's more than a one-for-one one because he's making that food constantly. It's like an infinity for one, and in Magic, what's better than that kind of advantage? Oh, okay. Infinite loops. <laughs> Fruit loops, too. That's basically candy. That's all cereal is. That's all I'm yeah. saying. All right. So now we're going to go back over to Ponder Block. So now this... Uh, portion of the round is the rebuttal. So now you guys are going to start by saying why uh, their idea is just not up to snuff, and we'll go uh, a full 60 seconds, start yeah. back with TJ. Let's Please tell me why I should feed my three-year-old alcohol. Go. <laughs> Alright, you want to go Coleman first? That's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go first. Yeah. Uh, or go ahead. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Go. Okay. So you're telling me you don't want to go to a, a party where someone dies, and yet in your argument you say Oko throw the, throws the best parties where someone dies and you hide him in the middle of the house? <laughs> Not what was said at all. That is exactly <laughs> what you said, actually. I think you've been partying too much with uh, Zinagos over there. You're drinking a little. I was I saying at Zinagos's party someone dies, you have to hide it. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> anyway. So... Uh-oh. You know, I'm going to throw it over to TJ. I can't get over that. <laughs> that they're just going to a lame party. They're going to have a boring time, and they're going to have a bunch of food. But the candy is not the most important part about Halloween. It's the friends that we made along the way. And good luck making any friends without alcohol to boost your confidence. <laughs> okay. Ten seconds? Sure, I'll round out the other ten seconds. Elko is broco, and so will his home be after we trash it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go back over to the Constructed Criticism team to get their rebuttals. I mean, they came in hot at you guys. What, what, do, you, what do you have to say about that 60 seconds on the clock? Mason? Go ahead. So I, I, we've already just uh, handled the part where they got confused about the Zinigos thing. I get it. Alcohol makes you a little tipsy. Also, I hate to break it to you, but at parties, you can just talk to people and walk up to them. I know that's a new thing for Magic players. Oh. We can just talk, walk up and talk to people. It's okay. I have anxiety. You just have to go up there and do it. Sometimes you just need a little sugar courage, not liquid courage. Also, Oko makes food. So the kids are having candy. Meanwhile, I'm having real food. Maybe I'm having a little pumpkin cheesecake as well, getting a little sweet in my life. But also, during all of this, the kids are making friends with each other and building lifelong friendships that are going to lead to healthy relationships. And they won't need to go to these parties and have these crazy raves and all these drinking and yeah. stuff like that and just promote a, a toxic culture. And said so they're going to have fun and talk to each other. And we got the geese, man. The old honk honk. That's honk, all you need. Honk honk. Kids love the goose game. I picked them up from school today. All the kids are going honk honk at me. <laughs> Honk honk. Why are you honking at children? All right. They are honking at me. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, this is so hot right it's now. Good. Okay. John doesn't know what the untitled goose game is. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. All right, uh, Spencer. Sixty seconds. Close out the rebuttals. Oh. 
Yeah, I, I would just say you know the the, the goose is hot right now. Oh. You know when you, when you look when you look at the, you know the memes and the things that the kids are doing. You know, back back at, back when I was a young one, you know, straight edge yeah. was the thing to do. Oh, yeah. But now now it's about living that living that high in a new way. And you know, Oko's Oko can do it in all kinds of way. His his place is a place to party, and he steals crowns. Like he's just handing out crowns left and right. You want to be the king of Halloween? Oko's got it on lock. He's got a crown for you, a crown for you. Now you're the king of geese, and that's where it's at. That's all I'm saying. 100%. Also, TJ and Colt didn't say what magic card was inspiring their costume during any of their thing, which is a whole part of the question. Uh So as such, I wish I could rebuttal how bad it was, but they just didn't do it. So I'm going to guess they wanted to be like, I don't know, so some Iron alcohol Chef card in magic? They were being they warriors. Iron... They did say that. They were going to uh, wear a warriors? Part. I didn't oh, know yeah, yeah, yeah. warriors card. My bad. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> So uh, I got, I got, hey, I got, I got your back. Asleep. There's no fake news on here, TJ and Coleman. I got, you got your back. You tried Only to fake do the news. Iron Chef rule, trying to make the the food without the ingredient, but it backfired in Mason's face. Uh, let's go. Hey, hey I said Let's go to the couch. All right, so we have a heated opening oh arguments and rebuttal round. So Johnny, what is the what is the chat saying? Uh, lots of talk about hats and still bleeding ears. <laughs> <laughs> Am I loud? Man, we got that on. No, no, it, it was that. It was that little reel that you. <laughs> it's played from the original. The sizzle was ten times louder. Accurate volume level. <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> it, right. it, it was the little twenty-second movie you played this that is... was loud. Oh, it was a little loud. Oh, good. Yeah. Well, it was. I mean, it was destruction and chaos. So I did my job. Zuby, <laughs> let's get some fact checking going. We had a lot of uh, drinking, and then and then it was kind of like the the cool kids versus the straight edge kids. Not saying that straight edge kids aren't cool too. Uh, calm, calm down. You said it. Yeah, you you go ahead and say that. <laughs> so I, I, I more do more have like some real facts. I gotta second. check here though. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if Xenagos would actually live with his mom since he tried to murder her when he was six years old. Oh, uh, so tried. That 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 seems a little. <laughs> Power of forgiveness. Little, um, is I'm not sure if he would actually live with her. Well, uh, I mean. They're, they're technically both dead. They're both technically in the same place. Oh. Uh, that's true. That's true. That's true. So what but, about uh, facts like, on like Oko, Mason also said? Walker? But like Mason also said, um, he didn't. They didn't mention a magic card. Um, the constructive criticism, though, um, mentions that Oko was the party king. I cannot find a mention of that anywhere that Ooh. he was any kind of king of parties. Ooh. Yikes! So that's what maybe the stealing that's of the, the crown is. Wall. He's stealing the the, the title of party king. That's. And what it's, is the, it hasn't been released yet. Former co-host, hold on. Former co-host Michael Hinderocker works for Watsy. This yeah, is just inside information that we're giving out. Did I, oh, can we cut that part? Oh, I didn't know. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh, yeah. It's obviously the best card in Ravnica. So, so you know, this channel can't get a preview card, but we just got some insider information. So, oh wow! So I'm PK. How do you think the round's going so far? Do you have a, a what does wow. the bones say? Uh, well, the bones, um, you know, the bones like to drink a lot of alcohol, so mm. kind of go in that direction. Okay, okay. But you never know. I mean, you never know. They're both really good arguments, honestly. You know, everyone loves the Untitled Goose game, right, John? You know about that, right, John? <laughs> no, that game's terrible. Oh, Honk. Honk. He yeah, doesn't know. Right? To like, be fair, yeah. it's like a good two-hour watch. If you just want to watch it for two hours, it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the uh, 
last part of the round. So this is now the closing argument. So we're going to go back over to Team Ponder Blocks. 60 seconds on the clock. Let's get – actually, let's just do uh, – 120 seconds on the clock. So two minutes on the clock. You guys could could uh, pair up. We'll we'll, we'll br- bring down the sure. wall. Let's let's go complete collab here. So yeah. Okay. Here we go. Go ahead. You find yourself on Halloween morning with a choice, as we all do. Hmm. And when you find this, one needs to have a memorable day, a memorable celebration, and a memorable life, among all things. And so you come to a crossroads. You can either, well, be boring, dress up like a goose, which is a budget costume, and it's last week's meme. You can go to Oko's house, where you might even see Four Loco, which, admittedly, is excellent. (laughs) Or you can live. You can go out into the night, much like a fright, and you can go conquer all that lays before you. When you start at Xanagos' home, that is not where you will finish because you will have haste and you will have initiative and you will have untold newfound strength. You will feel like you are twice as strong as you ever were before. And that is the kind of confidence that conquers days, conquers nights, and it is (laughs) going to leave your morning a haze. But that is the future and we don't worry about that tonight because much like I've been taught by every pop song, ever sung to me out of Miami, we only have tonight. It is here, it is you oh, and Oh, that's I. time. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, Coleman didn't get it. Didn't also, to add, we're going to be warriors, Howard's Camp Block Warriors. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we got to go to Zuby. He, he said uh, that's, that's how Miami goes. You're the resident Florida man. Uh, is that true? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh, no. Who, who like goes to Miami? That place is shit. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, it's your Emmy. I mean. <laughs> wow. Mason, if I could, if I could take the lead on this one, I would yeah, appreciate uh, it. I love it. 120 seconds on the Give me the, the clock, closing PK. seconds, buddy. That's all I need. Yep. Go ahead. Tell me when. When. So he, so here's the deal. Uh, you know, they, they talked about making those memories. And, you know, uh, excuse me while I hold back tears. Uh-oh. But, you know, watching your son... Watching your son explore Halloween and experience it, there's nothing like it. I, you know, I, I would, I'm turning 30 next year. I've done the binge drink. I've thrown ragers, man. I get it. I understand that fun. But when you see your kid ask to pet a dog while he's trigger treating, it is, it, it is the cutest thing. And the, at the next house, when he asks if they have a dog, it's the next cutest thing. Wait, wait, what? Because <laughs> he he now thinks the Halloween is about petting dogs. Aww. And what what more is cuter? What more could you want? Wholesome. And when we're at Oko's house, he's got all the dogs. And he's this got all the dog there. food because he's making food. And that's all my son Maxwell wants. <laughs> Mason, take it away. <laughs> that's beautiful, inspiring. I agree. We're talking about memories that last a lifetime. Not something that we look back and we tell our kids, I've made mistakes like that. Don't worry. I'll pick you up from the party like TJ and Cole are doing. Oh. The Oko's house is going to have four loco. It's going to have the fun things, too, for the adults. Ten seconds. You're also going to have those memories, and you're going to be able to remember them. Also, the idea that the goose cost them as budget and warrior isn't is atrocious. Do you know how much work a goose goes in a warrior? Yeah, Warriors it's totally a off. sheet. You said you're wearing exactly. a toga. You can get like That's a little time. paper towel. And that's time. Oh, there's effort in the character. Whew. All right, <laughs> heated, 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 heated debates. All right, let's go through. Uh, let's let's go right back to the couch real quick. Get some more fact checks, Zuby. 
on those on those closing arguments for the first round. The closing argument. The closing magic. The closing. Well, they're not wearing much clothes. They're wearing a sheet. Yeah. They're in togas. Have you seen Oko's art? I mean, uh, yeah, he's no clothes. Have you seen Xenagos's art? <laughs> oh, that. Xenagos is a bad guy. Let's just be clear about what's happening here. Bad guys are the fun guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the sake of being fair, like Spencer said earlier, Oko is also the bad guy. Hashtag spoiler alert. Oh, <laughs> oh no. I'm just are to be fair. To spoiler that? transparency. Insider well, info from Watsi. Uh oh. Also, so I really now. hope that your son doesn't get turned into an elk. That would be hugely <laughs> unfortunate, and I think it's dangerous that you're putting him in that position. Elk is a homie, not a threat. Do you oh, know how many goalists? All right, all right, all right. Oh wow, let's, man, let's... the 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 heat is on. Yeah, some after so... Bell uh, hits below the belt, but uh, yeah, Zuby, did they sneak in yeah, good facts it... in that last round? Or, well, you so can't stop me the, from there weren't really much facts, but. Um, no, they, trust me, my, both my of them, son did ask to pet a dog. I promise. Well, no, no, it's <laughs> we can't. It's, both this. of them were really appealing to the emotion of the Grand Arbiter, so okay. I'm not sure how the Grand Arbiter is going to feel about that. Um, and it wasn't very like fact based on both make sides. Our spells right? cost yeah. So it's more, more hey, you know, pander into the Arbiter. Anyone? Hey, uh, yeah, I, I I feel that both closing arguments were kind of a little bit weak. Okay. Anyone from oh. the uh, from the chat? Chime in. How is this? Uh, let's looking, see. Uh, Xenagos is the MNM of Master's Gathering. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, by the Wait, way, we did touch like... on one of the horror themes of Halloween. The morning after is horrific. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. That's so true. let's uh, let's run so through and get let's get this verdict here. So uh, in the opening arguments, uh, TJ came out with adulting and uh, drunk Xenagos, 80s movies and togas. I mean, that's all kind of playing to one side of myself. Uh, and then uh, Coleman uh, Devotion, Primetime, Emmercool, really hitting those uh, those magic card notes. And that's your party. I mean, that's, I don't know what kind of, uh, maybe a, a, an Innistrad Who moon. wants Emmercool at their party? Is, Come on. We're gonna, yeah, maybe we're going to cool Innistrad guys. for this one. Uh, and then over the other side. We're going to the moon. Mason, Mason went totally PC, no alcohol, honk honk, goose, uh, safe for the kids. Pe- but then we uh, had people dying and were hiding bodies. So that one was a little <laughs> bit of a At the Zinigo's party, because people are drinking too much. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I don't I mean, know what you do when you drink. <laughs> but I, do I've watched, I don't drink right. alcohol. <laughs> I don't true. Uh, doesn't. Then Spencer said, uh, then he, uh, Spencer's really playing it up on the candy, uh, the Halloween aspect. Eating geese? We went from eating candy to eating <laughs> geese, and then always. Hey, have food. you had a goose? It's delicious. I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, Coleman so you're going to eat yourselves? He was just indignant uh, that there were murders at this party. TJ said, alcohol is essential. And then he resorted to puns. Uh, and then Mason, we had no need for liquor to be social. Uh, and then he started talking about pumpkin spice and then i could just see the real mason coming out with the iced coffee uh really playing up the wholesome vibe spencer said hot goose uh straight edge and then uh, he's the uh oko's the the crown king uh also uh, choice memories you know really playing on on that nostalgia spencer started uh, crying a little bit with the heartstrings Mm -hmm. father feels wholesome so you really played into both the duality of my soul. I am a father, but I also am a drunken mess half the time. So it was a real tough uh, yeah, like my pick father. on this one. I have to just say the strength of argument. I would rather probably go to the Halloween party for team constructed criticism. So they take round one. Woo! All right. So, All right. 
Brown one in uh, the book. Real, that real was, quick. It's because you can bring your kids. <laughs> Not so lie, real I quick, I, uh, yeah. I'm actually going to defend pumpkin spice here. Okay. I actually like pumpkin spice stuff. So. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. Can we have yeah. a real yeah. moment? We like to have good. fun on this show. We like to have a good time. I knew Cole was a good person. Now I know. Now I know. Yeah. No, uh, you know what? And, and to be fair, yeah. to be fair, Coleman and TJ, you guys are invited to our party too. Oh, nice. we won't go. Oh, <laughs> shut, shut down. the salt is real. <laughs> and I will say, pumpkin spice nitro, woof, it is quite nice. All right, let's go to round two because we're that already took way too long. So, do we have uh, PK? Do you have another uh, question cooking up in that cauldron? I've got, got another question. Yeah, here we go. All right. <laughs> question number. Oh, well, do we know who's going first? Yeah. So, team constructive criticism. You are the round winner. So, uh, are you guys keeping? Are you guys going first? Or are you kicking it over to Ponder Blocks? I think we you let to, TJ and then go first. Yeah, right? we have to punt because my computer's about to die. So oh, I got to okay, go well, under my table. <laughs> <laughs> might not just be punting the round, but the match. Uh, uh -oh. Before this happens, let's go. Uh, so Ponder Blocks are on the clock. Let's hear the question. Hey, oh. Okay, question number two. In the horror film genre, mm. there is a plethora of boogeymen, monsters, and super scary villains driving the plot of their movie only to meet their demise at the hands of some plucky protagonist. Today, you are rooting for the bad guy. Using an iconic antagonist from the world of horror films, Build us a planeswalker answering the following. Which horror villain's spark are you igniting? What are their three abilities? What is the near-death experience igniting their spark? That's the last one. <laughs> Perfect. <Yes. laughs> All right. <laughs> Okay, so I'm just gonna recap. I'm gonna recap really quick. Okay. What? Which horror villain spark are you igniting? What are their three abilities? And what is the near-death experience igniting their spark? So it's a planeswalker that is a typical antagonist from the world of horror films. So we're picking an actual established horror movie character. Like Freddy Krueger. Don't for give them example. any help. Oh, sorry. Don't. <laughs> I was not you're, gonna not, you're not allowed to use Or Freddy like Krueger. a spooky witch. All right. Uh, let's Ooh. go. <laughs> uh, who's going first, TJ or Coleman? Sorry, we're just figuring some stuff out. I mean. Uh, <laughs> you have two seconds to decide. One, okay. two, and you're on the clock. Go. I'll go first. Uh, so our uh, our option is going to be Ghostface from Scream. Ooh. So the three, it's it's obviously I think in my head going to be a black white planeswalker, right? Naturally, naturally. It, it's the duality between life and death. That's what Ghostface and Scream is all about. You like uh, the, the what? I'm sorry. I said I do like the Orzov. He's oh. taking our time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get me when you get me. Um, the, uh, the minus two is definitely going to be a flicker effect since Ghostface tends to disappear and then come back randomly. Uh, the plus one or the plus ability, I'm not sure if it's like a plus two or a plus one sort of deal. Doesn't matter. <laughs> That's going to be uh, target creature. Um, I don't know. Doesn't suffer uh, debilitating. Ten seconds. It suffers a debilitating effect, but it doesn't die. And then the ultimate is destroy each creature your opponent controls and exile Ghostface. <gasps> Okay. Time. 
Perfect. Uh, 60 seconds on the clock for TJ for the opening argument. Go well, Ghostface is going to be the character igniting, but how does one ignite their spark? Well, Ghostface is no stranger. In fact, having been portrayed by a variety of actors over the years, you might say that death is all too familiar to Ghostface. But, of course, it's going to be when Ghostface comes across their most notorious enemy yet. From none other than the Wu-Tang Clan, it is going to be Ghostface Killer <laughs> that finally confronts this villain. And of course, any sort of situation like that is going to cause you to ignite because if you cannot keep up with that beat, you've got to get out of the street. So Ghostface will be igniting and he will be ravaging the planes on a quest for vengeance. And that is why he always is slitting people's throats to and disable seconds. their ability to wrap him into oblivion. He uh, is prepared and he's going for vengeance. Wow. That was Sam. strong. I wrote down rapper like it was a candy wrapper. Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> That's because this round's a rap. Oh. Oh. <laughs> that was good. I like Nick that. Pass on the pun. So clean. All right. Uh, can we fact check? Can we go to the couch real quick and fact check on the pun? <laughs> Wait, what was the pun? I, I was having to write something else down. The, I didn't the, hear the pun. The pun, ca- the pun resolves. The pun resolves. The pun resolves. Want to make sure? Okay. <laughs> All right, let's go back to constructive criticism for opening arguments. Let's get sixty Wait. seconds on the. Well, I just want to say I don't watch horror films, okay. so this one was hard for me. Okay. I was gonna do the Boogeyman from Sinister, but I I've think never we have seen a. Scream. I think we <laughs> have. I think Got we have points. a better one, okay. and we're ready to go. <laughs> All right. Okay. PK? And go ahead. Jigsaw. Okay. What is the more iconic horror villain? <laughs> and when you think about it, how would Jigsaw spark ignite? I've never seen the movie. I don't know. But if you have, if you have, you know. You know that the way that it would ignite is someone solves his puzzle. And they prove that he is a hypocrite. Everything that he does is evil and wrong, and he is wrong for why he's doing it. Mason, what would his abilities be? Oh, he's just giving, he's sacrificing time to go right. to Mason. I'm going to pick up Sinister's 30 seconds. Here we go. Well, the, the abilities are going to take a lot longer. Yeah, so Jigsaw is going to be an unset planeswalker. So his plus one is going to assemble a contraption, just like in the movies with Jigsaw. Ooh. You're going to flip over your top one, put it on this, uh, the cog, and let it play out from there. It's minus is pretty basic. You're going to have them sacrifice uh, a permanent of their choice. Just like in the Jigsaw movies, you're going to see that you're going to have to make a sacrifice in order to move through to the next challenge. We're going to replicate that in our unset card here. And then our minus is truly an unset where you can chop off any part of your body to to counteract the ultimate. (laughs) Or have them assemble all their contraptions. So you'll assemble all the contraptions to your deck. And our (laughs) Jigsaw is five white uh, blue. For it, just like the five Jigsaw movies. Oh Time. My God, so we went from complete wholesome partying to now chopping off part pieces of our own body. Uh, oh I really God. feel like you should retroactively re-examine their first answer. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, take your L, bro. We're, take your L. We're really finding out some stuff about Mason Clark here. I, I'm, I'm just saying, take I my did a design job. I tried. My pumpkin spice latte is delicious. Thank you. All right, let's go. Uh, Go back to PK. Let's put 60 seconds on the clock. Let's go right straight on over to the rebuttals, going right to ponder blocks. Uh, 
Yeah, go ahead. Boom. All right. So, so first of all, when you talk about Jigsaw's spark igniting by solving games, there are literally characters in the movies who solve the games. Like, that is a thing that happens on, like, Saw 7 or Saw 8. And you want to talk about iconic? There's too many movies, man. There's too many movies. I have seen them, and, well, you've mentioned that you haven't. So, you want to talk about iconic. How many times have you walked down Halloween and you've seen the ghost face mask? Just walking down the street. They don't know where it's from, but they know the mask. And that's what matters here. All right. No one cared until I put on this mask for my costume. <laughs> 60 seconds. No. Uh, the thing. Uh, uh, the mechanics seconds. on your card were straight fire. But the problem Ooh. is that mechanics just won't actually okay. evoke any sort of strong feeling. Horror doesn't come from mechanics. It comes from emotional response. And emotionally, I found you devoid and deader than the results of characters. <laughs> <laughs> Did TJ get a full 60? That felt real real short. Well, you combined yeah. this you combined yeah, the 60 and the one. Oh, oh, right. Okay, okay. That would be combined. Just making sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought we only got sixty seconds total. You said we were yeah. taking too long. Yeah, you you said that we were combining everything now. <laughs> oh, did I really? Yeah, See, yeah I, you did. Uh, this is what happens when I don't drink. Uh, let's go to the couch. Real quick. Let's get what? some facts. Uh, Zuby, we are talking horror theory, ghost face killers, <laughs> right? clans. I mean, there's a lot to look up here, man. So that's what I've been looking up. So as far as I've looked at who's portrayed Ghostface, uh, Ghostface Killer is not one of them. So <laughs> well, I, I am not. Said that. I said Ghostface Killer is the final nemesis. They're gonna fight each other. Yeah. Is the final. Tell me you wouldn't be interested in a version of Scream where Ghostface just starts rapping. That would be amazing. <laughs> it's called. Scream. Okay, that makes a little leaders. bit more sense. Yeah. Gosh, um, I do want a spinoff in which it's like Ghostface hunting down the Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> 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 just devastate. <laughs> and, and then ODB is over his dead body. Like, oh, yeah. That, so, so oh, it's got to be produced by RZA. So, <laughs> just so I understand here, Ghostface Killer is the one who ignites Ghostface's spark. Correct. Yeah. Okay. okay. This okay. is so convoluted. <laughs> All right. Yeah, because that wasn't being made clear to me here. And then, as far as yeah. Jigsaw goes, yeah. um, ignites by having his puzzle solved. Um, Ponderblocks does make a really good point that puzzles have been solved in the movie. But that so. doesn't mean that somebody couldn't solve it in a way that would ignite his spark, though. <laughs> exactly. But sparks are usually ignited by near death. So. Ponderblox actually has a good point there. Okay. I, I, usually. I can, usually. Is it time for our rebuttal? Because I think this is all very... It, it's more for closing arguments this is now. Slivers. Uh, wait, we have, wait, we haven't rebuttaled. We didn't get a rebuttal. Oh, we didn't rebuttal? I no, you guys didn't let us rebuttal. rebuttal. All right, yeah, let's rebuttal. You know, like we said, uh, it was all combined. All right. We're using can, your time, too. Oh, no. That's just good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. This show is... Just like... on the clock. All right. Tell, tell me when I'd like to start. Go. Well, Roger L. Jackson is rolling in his grave. The fact that he would never be able to rap, let alone another uh, Ghostface being able to rap. Here's the thing. You talk about Ghostface, and I know who Ghostface is because I went to elementary school. But you know who doesn't? Kids in elementary school today. Do you know why? Because masks like that are banned in elementary schools. You're not allowed to wear them in elementary school at Halloween anymore. So you sit there and say everyone knows whose who Ghostface is. I guarantee you, if you pull ten kids under ten, almost zero of them would know. 
at this point, unless their parents specifically showed them. Exactly. You're the one that made the point that they would know, not me. I'm just rebuttaling your argument. Even admitted that people don't know what movie it's from. At least with the jigsaw mask, people are going to identify and resonate with that and understand. By the way, the idea that card mechanics don't resonate with things, have you looked at Innistrad? It's like the whole reason people resonate with it is all the card mechanics. Your card doesn't even make sense. Right. Mike, uh, Innistrad's the, the the broken set, right? What's Innistrad? No, no, what? no, no, it's not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you could listen to constructive criticism to know oh, that's not. Oh, self plugging. I don't know if that's Ooh. gonna. Uh, I like you assume my podcast, so we will say. <laughs> I, this is, I, I will say both teams sort of need to let the other team speak and not over talk oh, the other yeah. team. My apologies. So, my apologies. Uh, I, I, hey, here. you're still invited to our party. We love you. Couch, uh, Johnny Slivers, is there any uh, uh, Saw is, uh, or uh, Scream <laughs> fans in the chat? Uh, we got a Scream fan from Pat Crack Fever is explaining Ghostface, Ghostface should be able to damage those who don't have cards in their hands since he goes after people that don't know the rules of horror but, movies. But the and, problem is they didn't know the mechanics. They didn't know the mechanics. It's just this, this show is insane. <laughs> you guys are a bunch of so lunatics. Nice. This is fantastic. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Let's go to the closing arguments real quick on the sake of time. 60 seconds on the clock going over to Ponder Blocks. You go. go now. I mean, saying that masks are banned while arguing in favor of someone who wears a mask and saying that 10-year-olds aren't going to be familiar with a horror movie while arguing in favor of Jigsaw is a really bold strategy. And I will say, uh, you clearly are showing an absolute expertise for horror because I am terrified to see you argue further. So, this is really just the truth is is that Ghostface is not only iconic, but also there is just a certain resonance to the true, pure gore that is not only psychological terror of choice, but just the truest incarnation of our fears of not only, you know, the night and, and the, and, but also disembowelment, which is a big deal for a lot of people. So also, since you attacked our card, I feel like I want to attack yours. Blue-white doesn't seem like the right fit for Jigsaw of all people. I feel like that card needs to be like black-red or something. It's like, it's controlled, but it's that's also chaotic. Time. Yeah. Time. I, I actually, I to be fair, I think that's a good point. I think that uh, <laughs> something... Something along the bl- the lines of black-white might have been better for Jigsaw. That shows a fundamental lack of understanding for the color pie, understanding that white can be a villainous color, especially yeah, when you think about the Saw movies. Mason turning Sorry. on his own teammate here. <laughs> no, I, I like Mason's point. I will retract my statement. Yes, yeah, yeah, so it's Norn. Just, just a 4-4 four, four flying vigilance green creature. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and of course, we're... I got that question right. That's all I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> If, if I could take the if I could take the first fifteen seconds, seconds Mason, I would appreciate that. Take fifteen <laughs> seconds, Spencer, and I'll cover for you in the rest. Go ahead. Go. So uh, I I don't watch horror films. I I just don't enjoy them. And and our opponents have have correctly identified that. However, I have done some research. And let me let me tell you something about Jigsaw. We're allowed to do research. <laughs> is that is that Jigsaw? I, I it really identifies with with something that I think is true of humans, which is that they are flawed. And we need to we need to appreciate that in Jigsaw, and but also exploit his flaws, and that's how his spark would ignite. Exactly. It, Thank you for taking that, Spencer. I'm going to take up the last three seconds here. Jigsaw is a first off 
Fatty O Jigsaw Mask just has a doll. My teammate doesn't know that because he doesn't watch the movies and he's seen the mask, but it's a doll. Second off, I like to point out that they talk about the iconic horror nation, like of the mask or whatever for their card, which by the way, they keep not talking about their card for some weird reason, almost like they admitted our card was better and fits the question more. Either way, they admitted that people don't know what that mask is all the time. At least with this thing, people understand. And I get that maybe if you're really old, it fits with that thing and you understand that, but if you're kind of younger and hipper, you never admitted like the target demographic for magic, you would know what Jigsaw is, and it would measure it much more if you also blues contraptions. All right. <laughs> we uh, never admitted that. We for the record, said that. I said that blue-white is not the correct color combination <laughs> for Jigsaw. I, I think that when it comes to, like, contraptions and blue and white, when it comes to, like, the group and everything. Contraptions is a red mechanic. All right, all right, no, all right. There's, there's blue contraptions. All right, rounds oh. over, rounds, rounds over. Let's go to the couch. <laughs> Unstable doesn't count. Oh, oh, look, look at that $2 oh. donation! Oh. oh, we have a super chat hey, from See, look at that! But, Someone but, else but, going but the $2 oh, donation up. says that Jigsaw is Rakdos. I, I disagree. Proof I think that wrong. Jigsaw would be Orzov. I think he thinks he's doing the right thing. And I think that that's important here. And I will admit that our team got this wrong. And I think that Orzov... <laughs> Or, hold on, hold on. No, no, we are about hashtag always improving Spencer on constructive self-arbiting here. <laughs> no, hold on. <laughs> and and yeah. I would like to change our. I would like to change it. I would like to change our cost on Jigsaw to black, white, whatever the number. I don't think you can. The <laughs> round's Mason, over. Ring in your teammates. I, I just want to say that Round, red is too much over. impulse color for Jigsaw. All right. If you want to call me, red is wrong. I feel like the need to clarify something. You two are great, and I'm going to keep smack talking you, but you two are great. <laughs> I, I love you guys. I'm having a lot of fun. I appreciate I you guys. guys. I was a big fan. I felt kind of bad because I was going so aggro, but I'm having a lot That's of fun. That's fun. I'm used right. to playing slivers. <laughs> So, Since we're having a heart-to-heart moment. So again, no. our oh, chat yeah. just produced uh, an, an awesome super chat. Thank you again, uh, Craig to EDH for that. But uh, what what, the, what does the chat say about the overall round two? Uh, there's, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally fine. What is this? Craig says he'll agree. He doesn't. He does think he's doing the correct thing, but all order leads to chaos. Hence Rakdos. Ah, all right. Uh, Zuby, you got a lot of facts to, to sift through on this one. Help me wow. out, bud. Like the fact that we never well. admitted that people don't know what the... <laughs> we got to we gotta keep it civil here. We got to, you know, this, this has been a problem here. Both of you just keep over-talking each other. <laughs> Daddy and Zuby is going to turn this goddamn car checker. around. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, John's over-talking you, so I'm just leading by example. My bad. <laughs> no. So, I'm an impressionable young person. So, Ghostface is considered Orzov. The mechanics were a little bit interesting. The flicker effect, uh, which is true of Ghostface, you know, it can appear and disappear. Uh, then the plus effect is target creature gets an effect. They never really elaborated on that, which I was a little disappointed on. And then the ultimate was destroy each creature and then what exile Ghostface, from what I understood. And that Ghostface killer. The Wu-Tang guy is the one who ignites Ghostface's <laughs> spark, which does make sense because sparks most of the time are ignited by near-death experiences. Mm -hmm. So let's go over to Constructor Criticism here over Jigsaw. He gets his spark ignited by having his puzzle solved. And then they sort of changed it a little bit later. His spark is ignited because he's flawed? From no, no, no. Saw? That was in the original thing. It, it's yeah. that... It's that they point out his hypocrisy exactly. is the reason they the spark the is ignited. And tell him. And then yeah. tell him his hypocrisy. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's what I said at the beginning. 
Okay. Okay. All right. So, it's a little weird, but but, but I'm gonna, I'm going to stick with my original. For him, that's a near death experience, man. I don't know what to tell you. So are you a narcissist? With that, like that. that uh, just imagine Trump being proven he was wrong to himself. That's that's all you got to think about. So I'm I'm still going to sure stick by that Jigsaw is yeah. a Azorius planeswalker. Mm. Um, that his plus was a contra- contraption, which I like that. It's an unset planeswalker. Sure. It, one negative was sack a per- permanent of choice that they didn't really elaborate. Then another uh, neg was chop off body part to counter a <laughs> planeswalker. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was target opponent sacrifices something like Jigsaw. And then the ultimate was it has a clause where you can cut off a body part in order to counter the ultimate. But uh, if you don't, it assimples all the contraptions in your deck. Everyone just needs to look at PK's yeah. face right and- now. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the the problem is a lot of this wasn't elaborated on. So, although I gotta no, I say, you know, like because that's a dexterity move, it does have to be in an unset. Uh, exactly, that is true. I really I do, did I fail do, the play like, design test. I'm not. I, I will say, <laughs> yeah, he's taken the play design test. Fun fact. Yeah, I I will say. Am I allowed to say that? I, I, I know that. I, I mean, I'm allowed I to say. Say. I also didn't pass. So so I, I will say, John, to help you out, make your decision. Yeah. I think the ghost face mechanics were playing it a little bit safe, mm-hmm. but I think the jigsaw mechanics for the planeswalker were definitely more, as the little kids would say, on fleek. Oh. I don't know if they, I don't know if they say that. I don't know. In 2019, nobody knows what kids say anymore. But that's it. Those are my facts. Uh, Johnny Slivers, what does the drunken hobbit say? The drunken hobbit says something involving, there's, there's, I don't know. I don't read emoji. Sorry. Oh, he's just so happy. All right. So. How much scotch have you had, Johnny? Shh. <laughs> so, pour another drink. Go ahead. Uh, PK, what do the bones tell you on this round? Uh, the bones are shook. Um, <laughs> the bones don't know what to think. I think there's We're a name for that. <laughs> this is an unruly, motley crew. Let's, yeah. let's, let's say that. All right. All over so, the place. So, uh, Zuby already kind of explained, uh, he kind of ran down the arguments, and but I, in my brain, it's like, so Ghostface had some real great mechanics um, going on. And Ghostface, I do uh, agree with Ponderblocks, is a more iconic, you know, you think, movie. what's a more iconic movie? monster i guess or movie killer i would definitely pick ghostface over jigsaw but uh constructive criticism had some some great um had some great points as well i do agree that i like the unset style uh mechanics going for going for ghostface um but i mean how could i argue against the wu-tang clan ponderblocks takes the match or uh, takes the the round rather we don't know about the match Uh, definitely round two Pour wow, one out really to ODB. I, I know that it's scripted, but come on, man. You can't go off script. <laughs> by, the, by the way, I, I, I just just rewrote the first abilities of, like, lose all activated abilities, minus two, minus zero. Oh, okay. That might be a little bit better. That's just something I spitballed. Colin like Falk it. trying to win more. Oh, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I think we would change ours to Orzov, too. Have, I think that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it was just a little <laughs> shaky with the uh, with the dissension within the ranks because teamwork is part of the judging system. So Spencer was starting to argue more against his own pick than for it. For the record, though, I do love your design of Jigsaw. That is a fantastic design. When you're wrong, you're learning. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Right. so much. Mason, do you wish you had a, a least dis, a less dishonest or a more dishonest person on your team? 
<laughs> I wish that Spencer just had faith in me that I knew oh. where to come from. In the card design. Oh. I got the four for a flyer question right. I got my color pie down. All right, let's go to round three. <laughs> round three is huge because round three is judged by you, the chat. Everyone in the chat, get ready because you are get picking ready. this round. Uh, I'm going to go take a nap because this has been an absolute fucking marathon. I'll tell you what. Keep it uh, yeah. Enjoy your nap. <laughs> All right, I'm going to sleep. Uh, so let's see, Ponder Blocks, are you guys keeping the ball or are you going to punt it over to con uh, Team Constructive Criticism? We don't get to. We're going to go first again. We're going to continue this theme of Cowards Can't Block Warriors and really just trying to lead the game. I never want to dice roll in my life. Might as well not start now. <laughs> All right, PK. Do what you feel comfortable with. Uh, yeah, so here we go, chat. Listen up. Question three. Time to reimagine expansion set trailers from Magic the Gathering with a twist. You can repitch the announcement trailer for any set in Magic the Gathering's history. But every facet of the trailer, the expansion's world, and its already existing Magic cards need to be reimagined to exist in pumpkin spice flavor. <laughs> which expansion world, which expansion or world do you pumpkin spiceify? Which three magic cards from your chosen do you showcase in pumpkin spice form? <laughs> And describe your pumpkin spice reimagined set release trailer. So, you need to pick an expansion that you would pumpkin spiceify. Pick three cards from that expan from that expansion to showcase in pumpkin spice form, and describe the pumpkin spice reimagined set release trailer. Uh, okay, and you're on the clock. Sixty seconds. Who's going first? Darkness. And then light emerges. Suddenly you see a timeless classic, much like pumpkin spice, that will live throughout the ages. But hold on to your hats, because a new classic is rolling into town. Introducing the new alpha set of the soon-to-be classic Magic the Gathering card game. Part of the Deckmaster series. That's right, we have got spice for you, because you are going to be building decks, brewing decks, and trying to topple your foes. Show them your lore knowledge, your deck building knowledge, and take them to the cleaners. Then you see these flashing bright cards, Sarah Angel comes swooping in with wings and then you've got a lightning bolt crackling down but Sarah Angel is still up another lightning bolt cracks it down whoa you don't know what's happening and it's gonna be absolutely wild pumpkin spice flying all over the screen that's right we're building two classics here in one magnificent card game take it away that's time that's time oh wait don't set two times <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you check. You check the time. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Yep. Okay. So For to two. add on, she mentioned three cards, right? That's right. The last card that we name is Lanor Elf. There is no other <laughs> mana dork that is as iconic mm -hmm. as Lanor Elf. It's one green that adds a green. What else could you want Nothing. from a mana dork? And besides, what's more icon? What's more basic than Alpha? It is literally the first set of all 
Sarah Angel. <laughs> <laughs> Sarah Angel was the default finisher, even though it's a four-four flying vigilance for five. It's 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 not good by current stand by current. But it's a timeless classic. Yeah, it's a timeless <laughs> classic. The originator of the deck was Jam Dayton and Sarah Angel. So like I don't and know jam what that red. basic part of magic history. This AKA time, pumpkin spice. Ten magic. seconds. <laughs> E ten seconds. Let them take the ten seconds. Who cares? Oh, mic dropping. Hmm. Uh, drop the mic. Okay. Those are expensive. Basic. Right. I don't know about that, but okay. All right. We'll, we'll take those ten seconds. By the way, <laughs> I'm not above it. Spencer says. <laughs> All right. Sixty seconds. So can we have? Back. Can we? Can we actually have the full one twenty? Because I don't know that I'll use the whole. Yeah. The can 16. we just have our clock go for one twenty? Sure. Okay. Thank you sure. so much. Yeah. Thank you. Go ahead. Go now. Yeah, so I'd like to start by saying that Pumpkin Spice, which originated, like, if you look at the meme and the beauty of what Pumpkin Spice is, it was started by Starbucks. And what does Starbucks provide you? But it provides you with energy. So we're going to Kaladesh, because what more would you want than energy provided by coffee? We're going to Pumpkin Spice this shit up. Oh. And we're going to start... We're going to start with the card that won me the state championship when Keladesh was out in standard with Etherworks Marvel. That's a coffee maker at this point. This shit's pumping out energy, and we're going ham on that. This is the way to go. We're going hard on the pumpkin spice. Etherworks pumpkin spice Marvel. Tapping to put that energy into play. Mason, take it away. <laughs> You have you have this set up now with the Marvels. So you have an idea with the world. You see the trailer. You see us coming down with the top and We see all the Starbucks, the Dunkin' Donuts, all the pumpkin spice going on in the city. Everything's happening. We also have two more cards. We have a tune with pumpkin spice, which is a tune with Aether. So basic. Just get a land. So easy. Give it a little energy. It just makes sense when you think about it. And then we have Long Tusk Pub. Long Tusk Pub. When you attack, you get some energy. Just like if you go to the Long Tusk Pub, get a little pumpkin spice. Ten seconds. That's where it's at. Kaladesh energy world just like spencer said steampunk because steampunk people love coffee it's the perfect mix and honestly that's that's pretty basic <laughs> that's time all right let's go to rebuttal 60 seconds on the clock go ahead go ponder blocks here's the thing you got all the kinds of coffee but you just can't Kaladesh out anything uh, that, that's going to be delicious because <laughs> you're so based around all of this steam and all of this beverage that you can't provide anything of substance. So we're going to be trying to bring just everything all around in our once in a lifetime alpha set. You know, sometimes it's going to have a couple of flaws, maybe some misprints in the foam, but that's part of the character that is going to build a community, and coffee shops are built on communities. Kaladesh, on the other hand, is banned trash. The FDA slapped you down harder than a pixie stick up a kid's nose. Pixie. <laughs> so, we're talking about pumpkin spice, right? And pumpkin spice has this reputation for being basic. I don't know if that's accurate, but it is what it is. What other thing is basic than basic lands? That's time! In alpha. All right, that was our point. Here we go, 60 seconds on the clock for Conservative Criticism. I love pumpkin spice, go. Pumpkin spice is great, don't feel bad about that, PK. Let me just tell you one thing real quick here. At WotC, they have a complete set of alpha up on the wall. Do you know why? Because alpha is one of the most complex sets in the history of magic. And in fact, it inspires 
hundreds, all of these sets, all of these cards, are a lot of them are inspired by Alpha. Alpha is not a simple set. It is a very complex, it is a deep set with a lot of hard mechanics to master, and that honestly have spurred a lot of other mechanics. Have you read cards from Alpha? It's literally a segment on LR. It's crazy how crazy those cards are. Do yourself a favor, go and read those cards. It's not basic. The idea is, it's ludicrous. Kaladesh is the perfect basic world. It's just steampunk. It was the easiest cash grab in the world for Watsi. We have all these cards that make sense when it comes to being Pumpkin Spice. And honestly, that world just makes sense being it. Dominaria doesn't make sense. It's a night world. What's pumpkin? Seconds. I don't, uh, I don't I'll take the five seconds. That. Steampunk, steam milk. Let's put some pumpkin spice in it. Let's oh. go. Espresso machine. Do -do. <laughs> My wife would be so happy. She works at Starbucks. She would love this. Rant. My wife worked at Starbucks too. Fist bump. <laughs> I hope Yay. my wife is coming from Starbucks. I'm not judging this round, so I can be as biased as I want. In this also, round. also, uh, this has, I mean, since chat's <laughs> judging, you know, this doesn't matter. But I'm going to give a $100 store credit to Oasis Games oh uh, picked out uh, by John to anyone who subscribes in the next week oh. after watching this video. Wow. Uh, John gets to pick them out at random. And uh, we just want to say that over at Construct Cruising, we have some awesome sponsors at Oasis Games. We're going to hook that up uh, for John because John is one of my guys, and we love you. So thanks for inviting us on. We really appreciate it. Of course, By the way, teammate, in the future, the if judging, you're going to yeah, if you're going to bribe, let's wait till the round where he's in charge. That, yeah. like that was the first round, and we won <laughs> that. So <laughs> means do it now. Hey, you know what? I'm I could have done, so I I done that better, but I'm I, I, <laughs> all right, let's go. Well, thank you, Spencer. That's very generous. Thank you for, to the constructive criticism team. Uh, but again, this is not a we. I cannot be bought, unlike some politicians. Uh, but we will go to the couch real quick. Man, let's mm -hmm. Zuby. Are you just like sweating through that that TB hat because this is a razor thin match we got going on. No, the razor is still up 4-0, so I'm not really. <laughs> no, but um, didn't no, see I, that coming, honestly. I mean, I, I'm I'm really I'm really curious as what the uh, chat is going to say because, as far as I'm concerned, constructive criticism are the only one who really answered the question. Oh, <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, okay. So, so you said that. Oh, that's so much shit. I'm not even sure if it should be blocked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so we, we still we, have closing yeah, arguments. We still got though. closing arguments. Still anyone's yes. round, and it's not up to us. It's up to the chat. Uh, speaking yep. of the chat, how are we doing, Johnny? The chat is is not voting. Where are they? Oh no! <laughs> it, is, it is correct. It's talking about unsubbing and resubbing, so we can get in on that action. <laughs> crack Beaver says Alpha was a mistake, so no, I don't know. What that's they about. only missed like three cards. What was the uh, the the, the uh, little drunken hobbit? It's called, it it's called the Power Nine. The Power Nine. I don't, I don't know. I think I'm with. I'm, I'm appreciating. I'm appreciating what Ponder Blocks is doing with that kind of like that underlying kind of sub theme. Like here's the basic set, and then and Pumpkin Spice is basic. Like I appreciate that, and just you know, Pixie's all in on the Pumpkin Spice. Me personally, they lost me at Pumpkin Spice flavored deodorant, so I'm kind of <laughs> over it. <laughs> That's That's not a thing. Why would you eat your deodorant? I, I don't know. But somebody you? made That's that mistake where they eat Tide Pods. No. Jesus. Yeah. You've made that up. That isn't real, Johnny. Prove it. So uh, the, the bones are now securely saturated in pumpkin spice. Yeah. Yeah. The bones like are really honestly pissed. 
because <laughs> pumpkin spice is not basic. Pumpkin spice is legitimately delicious, and anything pumpkin flavored tastes really good. All right. So, Agreed. Michelin's getting in on the pumpkin spice action. Oh, so, yeah. So hey. Ooh, the orange Michelin tire. I like it. There you go. The chat <laughs> is, uh, according to our fact checker, it sounds like constructed criticisms pulling ahead this round, but according to our, our chat liaison, Team Ponderblocks is pulling ahead, so it's still anyone's game. Again, chat, go all 12 of you right now. Uh, go ahead and get your voting clicky fingers ready. Let's hear the closing arguments for round number three. And let's put some time on the clock, PK. Yep, go ahead now. So you're telling me that energy is a more basic mechanic than flying. I just want to get that out there right now. Ooh. The mechanics in Alpha are way more intuitive than they are in Alpha. That can't be blocked except by black creatures? You want to tell me that right now? Uh -oh. <laughs> I just, I will I just stand want to answer that right now. <laughs> I will you read Andy? Tell and me what Andy right now and we'll see. Here's the thing. Right now, we'll this is about making a trailer, right? Alpha didn't have a trailer, which means that we are reconstructing Scratch, we are reconstructing Hope, and we are reconstructing the beginning. Did we have some flaws in our trailer? Sure. But so did Alpha. It didn't have one. A real miss. Your Ten seconds. On the other hand, was trash. Who's the main character? Ours was Sarah Angel. Yours is a latte, and it's dull. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Time. Get, getting a little uh, salted caramel over there on the ponder blocks. <laughs> salted caramel pumpkin spice? That, I mean, come on. That's something so you, so you get it crumble. That sounds good. Listen, when you live this close, just in sheer proximity to TJ Rogers, the puns just start seeping in, and you just don't, you just close your eyes and just permeate from your pores. Uh, let's go back to uh, the closing argument for constructive criticism. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to I'd like to start as soon as the clock is ready. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't think that we made the argument that Kaladesh was basic. In fact, I think that there's a lot of complicated mechanics in it because you need energy to solve complicated problems and pumpkin spice lattes will do that for you. And I, I think that that's the argument that we were really wanting to make. Mason, what do you think? I agree with that a lot there. It makes a lot of sense. Also, the idea that like... Alpha is a basic set like that. It's the biggest like lie to the people I've heard since the 2016 elections. Holy cow. What was going on there? Oh. Tell me about banding, TJ. Mm -hmm. Explain banding to me. Cold, tell me about banding. It doesn't make sense. The set has some basic mechanics, yes, but those mechanics are refined over time and then put into sets like Kaladesh, which also, by the way, you mentioned basic lands. We have basic lands, too. What, yeah, what? in fact, our pumpkin spice grabs that shit. A tune with pumpkin spice. Oh, also, our, <laughs> our trailer is a reimagining and Whoa. making it fit the question. It is Starbucks world. It's Dunkin' Donuts world. It makes it happen. It's magical. It's full of energy, baby. Time. And that is time. Let's uh, head on over to the couch while we're, Johnny, while you're tallying those votes, the all one of them, uh, Zuby, pumpkin spice <laughs> or salted caramel. Which one gets your vote? I don't like either of them. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, any 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 facts to check on that, really? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Zuby, okay. super good at his job. Uh, Johnny. I told you I'm a little tipsy right now. <laughs> I'm 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 um. 
conflicted because I have a feeling most of the people in the chat are us. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got, I think, at least Jankbank's voting in for constructive criticism. Um, Pat Crack Fever says he's wearing pumpkin spice beef stick right now. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know who that goes to. And uh, <laughs> I'm just impressed by that. I'm, and, that's all I'm saying. And Crank EDH is voting for Undying. It's like <laughs> we just got another vote, vote for CC, baby. <laughs> undying is a really cool mechanic, though. Like, let's be honest here. Yeah, that that mechanic that's rocks. The, that's that's legit. Yeah. <laughs> most yeah. of the calendars looks like a coffee maker. All right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Another one. Oh, yeah. to the, the jank bank gets. I think so. Yep. Yeah, that's it's just they're, everyone's voting for pumpkin spice, but I'm like, it, it's all pumpkin spice. <laughs> <laughs> the chat might say, be as drunk as our fact checker tonight. Um, maybe they're maybe they're like pumpkin spice is a vote for like not basic. Oh, maybe. I know that our cards all got reimagined with pumpkin spice. I know their cards were related to it. So I don't want to be like, I'm a little biased here, but it sounds like the voting for us. I, I'm going to leave that, that to you That sounds incredibly biased. <laughs> <laughs> That's Please. Well, for oh, the sake God. of time and to get to round four, it looks like that constructed criticism gets the <laughs> vote for round three. So that's two rounds to one. So if uh, Ponder Blocks gets the next round, then we go to that fifth round, Sudden Death. But if not, if, yeah, they, no, if they sweep this one, then they are the winners of the first league match. So let's jump right into it. Let's get round four's question. I'm going back into the Grand Arbiter seat to judge round four. PK? Oh, uh, so uh, yeah, team constructive criticism, who's going to be going first? Ah. I think it's been going, you know, it just makes sense. TJ and them can go first. Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We're, we're, we're gentlemen here. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Mm. I spin a card to draw a card, so I'll gladly go second. Time you know? on the just clock. give it to me. What's the wait, question? Wait. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. read the question first. <laughs> <laughs> no question. No, John, no you're question. not even just drunk. Time on the clock. Okay. Yeah. Question number four. Here we go. Last week, Wizards of the Coast announced the My Little Pony. Sorry. Hold on. The My Little Pony crossover set as a fundraising collaboration for the Extra Life charity organization to benefit the Seattle Children's Hospital. This is yet another installment of specialty collectible crossover cards produced by Wizards of the Coast. With that said, tell us your predictions for what the next brand, Magic the Gathering, will cross paths with and why your crossover prediction will be the coolest zaniest and most surprising magic the gathering crossover to see the light of day and <laughs> y'all let us go first set go your time is on i'll tell you what hasbro has now got a monopoly over magic one might say mm. and there's only going to be one eventual crossover and that will be monopoly it's going to be an entire board in which cards are each of the spaces along it. You buy the board, you open it up, you slap it down, and you are drafting a deck based on where you land in these spaces. You gotta pay rent. Ooh, looks like you're gonna be starting with a smaller opening hand. You gonna go ahead and land up on that hotel? My goodness, that is life loss for you. You're gonna go straight to jail. Looks like you just missed your untapped step. That's right, it's the newest Monopoly Magic crossover. They're gonna call it M&Ms, but they're not allowed to because that's trademarked, but it is going be spectacular you're not ready for it you're not set but i know one thing we're gonna pass go pick up your 200 dollars and get out 
time. <laughs> okay. Nice. Constructive criticism. You're on the clock. Ready to go. All Let right. me take you back to a year. 2018. The most ambitious crossover in history. We have Infinity War happening. It was the meme to end all memes, we thought. But okay. no. Because Marvel and Magic come together. Planeswalkers, superheroes. Mason, take it away. We're going to have the coolest cards you've ever seen at San Diego Comic-Con. It's going to sell out. It's going to crash the website. We're going to be getting free copies from this stuff. We're going to have Iron Man and Karn on the same card working together for one. We're going to have Captain America and Gideon working together on a card. We're going to have okay. uh, Jarvis, Iron Man's computer, working with Jace. It's going to be an awesome crossover. The mechanics are going to work. It's going to be the coolest thing ever. Have you ever wanted to see Hulk and Angrath team up? I know I have. We're gonna Let's get take it back to Halloween. Stuff. What is going to be the most popular Halloween costumes this year? Ten when we seconds. think about the theme of this show, Ghost it's going to be Marvel superheroes. Let's go, Wizards of the Coast. All right. It's time. Off it's to rebuttals. Pondercast, you're on the clock. Go. All right. Well, first things first. I honestly, you know, it's really ambitious of you to bankrupt Hasbro as they buy the licensing rights to Marvel. <laughs> so that's going to be a really impressive maneuver for you. I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing the inevitable actual downfall of this game just through purchasing those uh, rights. But I believe you had some thoughts. Uh, yeah. So Marvel, honestly, is a little generic. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, dang. So, we've all had an issue with with, uh, magic being a little too Planeswalker-centric, right? Yeah, go with something exciting, like Monopoly. That's what we're arguing. (laughs) 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 Chance, right? Chance is something you can end up on. Railroads are are something you can end up on. There's an element of randomness here. And Thanos is, like, the opposite of randomness. So no, like, his literally ability is literally <laughs> random. It's it's balanced. It's a card. So I, I we, don't need, we don't need a rebuttal phase. They rebuttal their own rebuttal. <laughs> but I, I guess Mason can take it away. All right. So I first off, uh, you mentioned we're going to get bankrupt from this. It's a team up for charity, so Marvel's going to help us. Like it's going to be going towards the kids. They're not going to take money from us. Also, the idea that like it's too basic doesn't make sense. Like as you pointed out with Monopoly, Monopoly is just like these are things that kind of vaguely make sense. These are cool team ups. Remember, the point is to raise money for charity. The point isn't to be wacky out there. I want to do the thing that's going to help the kids the most. I'm here to help the kids. And you know what's going to help the kids? Having Iron Man and Karn on the same card and be broken so that people have to buy it for Legacy. That is the thing that people are going to want. That is the thing that people are going to need for their collections to get the coolest cards for their deck. Marvel is going to work with us and have our cards. Human Torch, Chandra, bam. They're going to have the coolest cards in this set. It's going to be thing you have to buy. 10 seconds. Honestly, the idea that Monopoly is going to help the kids maybe 40 years ago when TJ and them were born, but let's be honest, it's not (laughs) now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 27. (laughs) I actually knew that for the first time. You're a baby. All right, before we get the. Shut up, everybody. Before we get the closing arguments, uh, let's go to uh, so we got Monopoly versus Marvel Zuby. Uh, that's that's two quite different things. Wow. Yeah, I don't fucking understand the Monopoly game at all. It's like you're playing a magic game and Monopoly at the same time. Yeah. The who the fuck would play that? <laughs> magic players. <laughs> 
Yeah, I to mean, be fair, it, EDH players take about as long to play a game as Monopoly that, players. Oh. That is true. That is true. I just barely fucking understood the Monopoly game. That was just <laughs> fucking weird. Hey, they and, made and then, such bad points, I had to help them. That's all. And, and, then, and then the Marvel Magic the Gathering <laughs> thing, I mean, it's cool, but I, I don't know if I agree with having the Magic the Gathering players on the card as well. Okay. Uh, I feel like the the Marvel character should be alone as the Planeswalkers. I think that'd be cooler. But that's Honest just Human Torch sounded sweet. That's all I'm saying. All right, uh, Johnny. How's the? Ch- it looks like uh, Jim from Spike Feeders has joined us. Uh, he so has. What's up, dude? His phone is at four percent. Apparently, people are showing up to vote way late. <laughs> people are showing up to vote. Great. Uh, <laughs> vote for like, I, I think, yes, yeah, Spike Feeders mo- Monopoly plus Magic equals competitive EDH. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. so, I Nobody get enjoys it. Like, playing it, not even the person who wins. I get that Monopoly crossover. You're like, yeah, that's like going for the old folks. They got that money. So, you know, it makes sense. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Johnny's okay. choice is capitalism. Um, <laughs> PK, I'm trying to get some bones? FOMO are, over are, here. Are we? Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, the bones are. They left. Honestly, they just don't <laughs> even know what the hell is going on anymore. But we're just we're trying to hang on. My brain here. is leaking. All right, I know that this is a crucial ending argument, especially is, for ponder yes. uh, ponder blocks, because they have the potential to get knocked out in round three. But maybe not. Let's see. Isn't it round four? Argument. On round four. <laughs> yeah, this is round four. Yeah, this yeah, is round four, John. Nine. You're not even drunk. I'm too the other round. Us, I swear to <laughs> not that we know. I know, but we got to go fast because I'm supposed to record a podcast in about now. So Let's we got to go. <laughs> okay. Jamie, you wait. You are recording a podcast, I'll tell Jamie, TJ. Busy. <laughs> facts. Those are the facts. <laughs> okay. Right. Closing arguments. Go ahead. Go. Oh, those motherfuckers. <laughs> Oh, whoops, I forgot to mute. Okay, we're going to stop time. We're going to reset. And go ahead. Here's the thing. Uh, Our esteemed opponents claim that they want to do this for charity. And yet, in their opening arguments, they claim that they'd be selling them at San Diego Comic-Con, like the greedy bastards that they actually are. This is no longer a charity event. They were arguing for a crossover for a capitalistic production. And it's just not going to fly with Marvel. As we know when Sony tried it, that's just not going to get there. But beyond that, the truth is, is that you don't need to know how to play Monopoly Magic. Because I can tell you right now that I have got a sword of Dungeons and Dragons, and I've got all of those right there. And you know how opened that box is? Zero. I've got Planeswalker ones. You know how opened those are? Zero. You don't open the product. You support a good cause, you put it on your shelf, and you hold nice, warm memories alongside that product in its box, in its crisp mint condition to one day be sold when you've got rent coming. I, <laughs> Time. I, I'm, I'm ready to these the slanderous claim yeah, whenever, right. whenever I can talk. All right. Go ahead. The reason, go we're at, the reason we're at Comic-Con, you see, is because Magic players go there, and that's normally when they sell these products. But I also want to make sure I'm getting money from outside of just the Magic community. And I don't know if you know about Comic-Con, but people there are like comics and stuff. So I got the comic book characters. I have them there in order to help sell, to help get more money to the kids. I 
this Monopoly thing, it's weird, it's confusing, and it's going to lead to a thing where people are like, why am I buying this again? I'm not quite sure. Sir, sure. Maybe you have people like TJ Rogers of the host of the Ponder Podcast buying it to put on this wall. That's really <laughs> cool. I like that. But I'm trying to get as many people as I can for this crossover that makes the most sense. It's a cool team up. It's going to be getting people from not only the Magic community, but the Marvel. And when yeah. the Magic anime launches on Netflix later next year, people are going to be like, oh, I have this card. I have the Iron Man version of that. And maybe that's the thing that gets them into Magic, and then they're able to get more money in the future and help the kids and do Comic -Con, this Marvel, comics, magic together, more money, more money for the kids. I don't know how we're being greedy or awkward. Going this is just We're that. being smart. That's time. That's time. Okay. Whew, that was oh man, what a what a match. Like this has just been my brain and my eyeballs feel like they're about to bleed. TJ's late <laughs> for a real show. Um all right, so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> this is the realest show there is, John. I take it. Preach on. No, we're doing great. We're doing great. Here we go. Uh, okay, just on surface value, if we're if I was just picking which one I would rather play, let me say something. If Monopoly can make uh, Fortnite, which I despise because I think that's crack cocaine for for my son. Uh, if if Monopoly can make Fortnite entertaining, which it has, I actually am a huge fan of Monopoly Fortnite. Then it could then combining it with something else I love in Magic the Gathering, I think it's a win-win. Marvel, it's oversaturated. I just am just kind of done with Marvel right now. However, mm. so if, if I were just to pick on merits alone, I think that I would have to go with Ponder Blocks. However, art for argument's sake and teamwork, I just think that constructive criticism kind of hummed like a fine tooth machine that's not the right thing to say but <laughs> i like it uh, and i liked uh, you know and both of them were involved a little bit more coleman you were coleman you were a little little quiet on that one i felt like uh TJ i feel like i didn't have anything to add oh. to tj i feel like he he really got the point across yeah I, I i feel the same way but part of the judging is on teamwork and that was just that was like giving me a delicious steak but leaving off the the black pepper or the truffle sauce so i have to say this match completely goes to constructed criticism winning our very first team league match one and oh i'm coming for you jason i'm coming for you i mean you very guys good rocked you guys were absolutely fantastic always a yeah. great time coleman folk and tj rogers just killing mm -hmm. it. And I want to say real quick before we, we do our sign-offs, uh, what a great thing for Magic to do with the with the whole uh, charity thing for Seattle Children's. My One of my kids just had surgery at Seattle Children's Hospital, and they treated her very well with care. Like they like she was uh, one of their own, so I appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, let's what a, what a match, folks. Uh, PK, let's go to the uh, – the closing uh, interviews with our, our winners, constructed criticism and our, our losers, but not by much team ponder blocks. Yeah. Um, so constructed criticism, uh, closing statements here. What did you do to prepare for tonight's event? Uh, I picked an awesome teammate. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> I watched, okay. I used to work night shift while I was in school. I watched hundreds of hours of movie fight. And then today I got on the podcast and I used my love of magic and had a great time and had a lot of fun competing against TJ and Coleman. It was a blast. Yeah. Awesome. yeah. Follow at your neighbor TJ and at slowly crashing uh, for some just awesome people. Uh, it was really fun to compete with them. Huge shout out to them. I had a lot of fun. 
And uh, yes. if you, uh, who do you want to see next? Uh, if, if there, you could just call out any name into the ether um, for you. Brian guys. Gottlieb, Jerry Thompson, bring it. Okay, that's going to be one hell of a fight. That's bring a, it. That's a get. All right, PK. Uh yes. So over to the punter blocks, real quick. Um, closing statements. Where do you feel like you sort of started losing your grip? tonight um well i think i showed up late because i uh had to work an extra 30 minutes at work oh man and uh i think that's where 90 percent of it came from stupid <laughs> the other 10 percent was their concentrated power of will it really mm -hmm. deconstructed oh yeah it's a real I mean, thing fort, fort minor was really the problem here yeah absolutely. fort minor ruined everything honestly yep. They're I'm on the a rap theme today. <laughs> yeah. I dug it. I really did. That's great. That's great. Um, but but also, I want to point out this was one hell of a match. Absolutely. Yes. And, yes. And I would love to see you guys back on as well. If you could call out any anybody anybody's name to the ether as opponents, who would it be? Mm -hmm. I'd like to fight Canner. Canner. Yeah, that'd be a good one. That would be a good one. Honestly, I kind of want to see uh, Melvin. Oh, Melvin yeah. would be. Yeah. Melvin. So fun. Seeing, uh, seeing a Muppet argue. Yes. Can't really get <laughs> on him. That would be so good. I read on him, and I argue with him a decent amount of time. And um, and it, lo it looks I, like you skinned one and put one on your head for the both of you, so that's already shots fired. This, oh, actually, dang. yeah, this wasn't even for this show. This is to intimidate Melvin when we record. <laughs> yeah, that's Melvin's, that's Melvin's brother, too, so it's, like, really aggressive. Perfect. So Melvin's uh, related to the lobster. All right. Let's uh, thank you all. Uh, and the couch. How? What a what a match. I, this was this was crazy. Uh, hard to keep up with Zuby. I did not envy your job. It looked like the the booze got you got you in the end. How you feeling, bud? Oh, dude, I feel awesome. The Rays only got three more outs to go, and then they fucking win, man. <laughs> oh my god, nobody cares about baseball. I fucking care, but you know what? These guys Baseball's did a great the job. the best sport on the earth. Baseball exactly. Sucks. So you know, in my Mike, heart, in my heart, Ponder blocks one. I don't, I don't care what the judge says. Oh, okay. Johnny Slivers, uh, any closing statements from the chat? And what were your thoughts on the on the first team I, league match? I. I think this show was nuts. It, <laughs> it was, was. It, it was, was like a nuts. madhouse. Like the back and forth. This was oh, this was amazing. You like you took my questions and did more than I could have ever hoped for with them. That was amazing. Yeah. So, Bravo. I'm happy we won on Ghostface. You go, <laughs> Ghostface. I, I like Ghostface. That I love great. that. Like I love that little like kind of real under the radar shot at the basic nature of pumpkin spice you got me there and uh yeah i i was like i'm like this was close this was, i i don't envy john for having to judge this one because man that was Oof. rough huge thanks to, to all the chat too let's just stay with the couch real quick do the sign offs uh because we got to take off but um unceremoniously let's start with magic with zuby where can everyone find you Magic Zuby can be found on the following on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, and Spotify now. Ooh, awesome. Woohoo! Um, and then I can also be found on Facebook.com slash Magic on Twitter at Magic on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore Zuby, and you can email me 10 questions if you have it at mtgzuby at gmail.com. Best sign off in the business. Johnny Slivers, try to follow that up. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, you can find me here in this space. 
You can find me on the Twitters at Johnny Slivers. And then you can find me over at my Cackling Carnarium channel where I am periodically just stumbling through the history of magic cards in my EDH study hall of, like, learning the cards, which will take me years. And the content will never go away because there's always going to be more cards. Thank you. Excellent. Great job. Big round of applause for the questions this week. Really strong. Suit. They were really awesome. I love yeah, them. They were great. Uh, PK, my co-host tonight, uh, where can everyone find you, friend? You can find me on YouTube or on Twitch. I'll be streaming tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Pixie Kitten Plays. Come stop by. Say hi. Excellent. Hi, hi. Uh, Ponder Blocks. Uh, we'll start with TJ Rogers. Where can everyone find you, sir? You can find uh, the podcast Ponder on anywhere that you find your podcasts or on Twitter at Ponder underscore podcast. And you can find me under the handle Your Neighbor TJ, and you'll find me on Twitch, Twitter, Patreon, pretty much anywhere that you can look, you'll find me. Excellent. Coleman Falk from the Building Blocks podcast. Now I'm just going to call it uh, Ponder Blocks because that's like stuck in my brain, but it's actually <laughs> the Building Blocks podcast. You know, we'll go with it. So you can find the podcast at Blocks Podcast, two words, capitalize each letter, uh, Twitter, Twitter.com. It's important. Way. Yeah. Uh, you can find <laughs> myself at Twitter.com slash slowly crashing. We're taking requests for future decks that you'd like us to cover. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for carving out uh, some time for us in your busy schedule. Really appreciate yes. it. Over to Team Constructed Criticism, Mason Clark. Where can everyone find you, sir? You can find me at Mason E. Clark on Twitter. You can go to twitch.tv slash TheMasonClark where I stream all my tournament preparation whenever I'm streaming that kind of stuff. And you can now check me out uh, every week on the SCG Tour. I'm going to be playing all of those. So that's where you can find me. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And Spencer Helen, take us home. Yeah, you can find me at Spencer Thurman H. You can find the podcast at CCMTG. You can join the Constructed Criticism Discord where we're doing a quarterly free $500 tournament uh, for uh, you know anyone in the Discord. You can join that uh, on a it's an arena tournament, so don't forget to check that out. Uh, you know, I'll give the link to They Said We Said to put that over in the show notes so that you can be a part of that. Uh, and just before we go, I just want to give a super shout out to John, PK, Zuby, and and the other John. Just thank you Woo. so much. This was a ton of fun. And shout out to our competitors, TJ and Coleman. I had a blast. I, this was this was legitimately a great time. Thank you yeah. so much. That is the point is to, you know, for glory and to have a good time. Uh, if you like this show, go ahead and click that subscribe button. Share it around. Tell everyone that we exist. You could find me. Uh, talk movies or magic with me on Twitter at Orzov Dunn. Uh, follow us or c come back to the channel tomorrow night because I'll be sitting down with Vorthos Mike talking about some upcoming uh, magic art gallery events for the uh, magic art gallery projects. Also, uh, the I could just quickly spoil the next episode live on uh, Supreme Verdict is on the 29th, which is Tuesday at the end of the month. It's another singles match between um, Zbex, uh, so awesome cosplayer. Uh, we also have uh, Aaron from Turn 1 Thoughtseize going against Ruben Bressler from uh, Magic Mike's podcast, so that is a real... That's going to be a Match. That's going to be a real good match. We we have the championship coming up in December, but that's going to have that's going to farm a nice uh, competitor uh, in the future for that. So thank you for all the competitors. Thank you for the panel for helping out, and we'll see you next time. Let's wipe the board. Bye. <laughs>